This is Matt. And this is Seth. And welcome to The, the Heretic, Heretic House. Here we like to talk about spiritual topics and what we think about them. And hopefully we can help you come up with some of your own thoughts and ideas. Hello and welcome to this edition of Heretic House. Today we're going to be talking about marriage and uh, just what it means to us. What does it mean to God? What uh, What is marriage and how should we look at it? So, so Matt, what is marriage? Let's uh, see what you think about this topic. Yeah, so I think marriage is the uniting of two souls uh, for the rest of their lives. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I would agree too. Marriage would uh, would just be two people who've gotten together and made a commitment to each other, and just not, that they're they're not going to ever separate. So, yeah. so then I mean that's what we believe now, I guess. But what what would you say throughout time, like let's say um, Moses's time before in the Old Testament? What what would you say marriage was back to then? Yeah, I think I think marriage was always supposed to be what it is today, but at different points throughout history, you can almost see it as a business transaction. Um, uh, mm. A father has some daughters, and he needs to marry them off, so that there can be more people. Yeah, yeah. and they used to have—I mean, men used to have many wives back the, then. The wealthy ones did, yeah. Right. Yeah, so then from then to today, how, how would you say marriage has changed? Why have we changed our perspective on this t- this topic? Well, <clears throat> I don't think there is as much of a need to populate the world anymore. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one way in which marriage has changed. Like it, it no longer has a procreational um, primary objective. Right. And so... You have that aspect, and then you have just human evolution as we, you know, grow in our understanding of, you know, what equality is and what life is actually supposed to be like. Then we get this more intimate relationship between two people who have decided to spend the rest of their lives together. Um, so we've come, we've come a long ways, you know. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. Like uh, today, we don't have hundreds of wives or many wives, and we don't think of our we don't think of women as property. It's more of an equal. Just men and and women are on an equal terrain. Because a, a lot of what what like you said, marriage was kind of it was almost a property exchange. Yeah. So I, I'm glad we've gotten away from that. Yeah, and I th- even um, our good friend Kirk we, was saying that just a hundred years ago, women just became became able to vote, which that seems ridiculous. Yeah. So I, I like that we're kind of we're more equal, more equal grounding now. I think yeah. that's what it should be. Yeah. S- especially when Jesus says that in uh, in the kingdom of God there is no man or woman, so we're all equal. We're all equal. Yeah. So. Hot hot button topic. Um, so a lot of Christians believe that marriage should be between man and wife, and uh, 
What do you think about that? Is is uh, gay marriage okay? I personally, um, I think if if you desire to live the rest of your life with someone, it shouldn't matter whether whether they're the opposite gender of you or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I think if you know if that's you know your persuasion you know Mm -hmm. that's up to you you know it's it's really it comes down to that commitment are you willing are you willing to make that commitment or are you just looking for something temporary you know um so i don't think gender really has anything to do with it i would agree i think marriage is is just about commitment and really it kind of transcends gender really um, and even that is a very personal thing. Like, who are we two heterosexual men to say, uh, well, uh, I don't think gay marriage is okay. So, but, uh, so then I want to lead into why do we actually, why do we have this thing called marriage? I know marriage has kind of become this legal thing that has happened. I mean, we also have the spiritual aspect of, uh, we, most of the time, it's done by a a, a, prish, or a pastor in a church. Um, but why do we actually do that? Is the commitment between two people not enough without this piece of paper, or or having it done between before the church? Yeah, and and just to clarify, every culture gets married, not just Christian ones. <laughs> yeah. Like there's marriages in every religious. Uh, ceremony um so yes um we we have this thing because first off it's a demonstration of love like that's the whole point of marriage is pointing back to the union excuse me i believe between god and man that's that's the whole point and then you take this union and you put it between two people and it's a picture of reality. You know, um, we are united with source. We're united with God and marriage is, I believe supposed to be a picture of that deeper truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have, you have two people who have, who, who make this commitment to spend the rest of their lives together, no matter what, like that that that's an amazing thing mm. so this so marriage is you think it's more just for us for a, a picture for us to look at to 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 look at and enjoy and uh to find uh completion in you know mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i don't think it's just a picture so that people can look at it and be like oh look look at that pretty picture but i think it's it's like this is at least for me, okay, um, this is how I find fulfillment is in that relationship and, and the results of that relationship, my, my children, you know. Mm. Um, I find such joy and completion to my life because of it. So I, th- does God care if I've made that commitment or not? Um, I would think so. Mm-hmm. 
because you know that's that's kind of like what god has done right is god completely committed itself to this creation and we as individuals get to completely commit ourselves to another person i just think it's a beautiful picture mm-hmm. so does god care I think so, but only that only because that's what God has done and that's what God expects. I don't want to say expects, but that's what I want to do. Like I want to be like my father. Hmm. You know? Yeah, so then so that kind of that's what I think God created with the kind of the picture of the marriage of Christ to the church, wouldn't you say? That that kind of alludes to that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely that illusion. It's it's a weird picture to think about, right? Because that would put us in the role of bride, but um, that's only because of, you know, how how we were raised yeah. that, w- that we would think that way. Right. But um, I think I think it's a beautiful picture of that complete commitment, and especially when you take into the idea, you know, that Jesus is God in the flesh, right? you get this real union um Mm. this this real picture uh, as far as that but it's it's a difficult one honestly because there are so many people involved you know um Mm. it does give excuse me it gives me it gives a good picture to what marriage should be like uh well you think jesus marrying the church uh and just what what it means to be a spouse to another person. What Jesus went to the cross and died for his spouse, pretty much. So that's what we should be looking for in our own marriages. I, I believe mm-hmm. just that we're willing to lay down our lives. I'm, it seems like a lot of uh, well, maybe it's kind of judgy to say, but a lot of marriages are kind of out for themselves. They're like what. What can my spouse bring me? What can, what can I get from my spouse? Well, how is my spouse going to make my life better? Yeah. yeah. Well, there's there's a reason why we read First Corinthians chapter thirteen at weddings, right? Mm. You know, because love is not self seeking. Love uh, does not keep a record of wrong. You know, love, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, mm. we're familiar with the passage. Love, you know. Marriage is you taking this love and displaying it. Um, and love is love is something I think everybody wants. Um, I think where you get really uh, disappointed with life is when you can't return that love. You know, mm. something's something's missing in your life when you have a hard time returning that love. So. What do you mean by when you have a hard time returning that love? Like just you So you you can't? you get the you get the picture of the person who just doesn't know how to communicate with their partner. Okay. And um and you know, you're talking about those who are kind of out for their own. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're if that's your perspective, like that's that's pretty sad. Like right. you're, you're going to have a pretty sad experience. Yeah, well, I think a lot of the idea is going out and finding love, finding, your, but when actually it's really about Choosing. finding somebody to give your love. That's it. But 
But, I mean, it does come a point. There are some situations that people just can't get along. They can't seem to. They can't seem to live together anymore. And and uh, I mean, it is a sad thing, but it does happen. Um, So, I mean, how do we deal with it when it comes time that people find themselves in that situation where they they feel like they need to have a divorce or they actually go through they they have a divorce because i mean th- some people just fight all the time and yeah. i mean that's that's just the reality yeah i mean there's this saying uh some people make better friends than lovers you know and um and it it's true you know and i think <clears throat> that's that that is a hard part of it is there has to be this mutual um, desire to be with each other, right? It can't just be, oh, I'm choosing to love you and you're, you're going to have to receive it, right? Mm-hmm. But no, we're choosing together to love each other, um, which really comes a long way um, from the where marriage originated with. But what happens when that just doesn't work? Neither of us are satisfied anymore. Like we've, we've changed or whatever. Um, I think the best that we can do is try to retain friendship. And, um, and if there's children involved, like make sure that the kids know that they're always loved by, Mm. by both parents. Um, I know as a child, of divorced parents. Um, it was really hard for me. And, but it also gave me the resolve to have a marriage like I do. Mm. So they're hard things. Like no one wants to go through that, but it's not a total loss, you know? Right. We can pick up the pieces and yeah, there can be, you can turn something around for good. Like you, you and Michelle have a great marriage. I, I, yeah. I see that that way. I, I see it that way too. Yeah. And um, like our ministry is the ministry of reconciliation. Like that's what we want to do is reunite um, ourselves to God, right? We want to reunite ourselves to each other. And so there, there comes a point where the goal here from this divorce isn't to remain bitter with each other, but it's to restore that friendship to have a semblance of a relationship to some degree where we can get along with each other at least, you know? Hmm. So you still have that reconciliation aspect to it. And, you know, you, you see it a lot. There's a lot of couples who, you know, this, the saying is true. They make better friends than lovers, you know, hmm. they're, they're divorced, but they have a great friendship now, you know? Um, well, that's a, that, that is, I never thought of it that way. And that's, that's uh really kind of a good I think it's a good way to think of it just if you think about the it as a restoration instead of of a tearing apart Mm -hmm. hmm so is is marriage even necessary should we even get into this binding contractual And, and that's the awkward part right is when the government steps in and says by the way you want to do this thing that really should be a spiritual religious practice and um we just we just want you to know that we want to be part of it too so <laughs> you got to get your license and your permission from us to do this 
um, that's awkward, right? Mm. And so like my wife and I are married, we have a marriage license, but there have been lots of times where I've encouraged other people like, you don't need this piece of paper to have permission to live together and to honor and cherish each other, you know? So do you, do you need that official document? Do you need that ceremony? The ceremony is great. The document, whatever, it's a contract. Mm. Um, but I think what, what you really need is, is that commitment to each other and that knowledge among your friends and family to help continue to build that relationship as a community as well, mm-hmm. you know, cause, um, like you go, you go to a wedding and, um, it's not just the two people making the commitment. And then you have the officiant who's signing that as well, but right. then you have the whole congregation who's supposed to uphold yeah, this acting this, as, this, as witnesses, right? as witnesses, um, to this couple's decision. And as a community, we should desire to, to keep all of those commitments as strong as they can be to, to help our neighbors, mm-hmm. you know, to encourage them and um, to be praying for each other. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's, I do believe it's all about that commitment. I think that there, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of, I guess, religious people would say that you shouldn't live with each other before marriage. You got to get married first all of that and and I don't quite agree I think it's too black and white when you mm-hmm. kind of put it that way uh, and I think it does it, it does matter about the commitment like I would I probably wouldn't be so um, ready to say that two people should get uh, live in in the same place if they don't have that commitment if it's just if they don't really know that they want to spend the rest of life, because it can become uh, it can become a, a problematic. Issues could arise. A lot of hurt could happen if you do do that. If you don't have that commitment, then I, I think there's uh, your, your there's the foundation is is not set correctly. And mm. if the foundation is not set correctly, then I mean, the, the structure's going to fall, and there's never, I don't think there's ever a good time when, <laughs> for a structure to fall, there's always going to be hurt and, and, mm-hmm. and dismay from that. Yeah. No, you want to do everything you can to ensure that um, your relationship is going to endure. Yeah. Like, no one goes into a relationship thinking, oh, if I can get, like, three weeks out of this, uh, that'll be good. <laughs> you know? Like, we're not buying a used car here. Um, you, you need to prepare, Mm. you know, I think it's something to be taken seriously. I think marriage is for this life only. Like it, I don't think marriage has anything to do with what's next. I think it has everything to do with this life right now. And, um, so, yeah. Mm. I do think that it's a, it's a good visual, good picture for people to actually think about the prospect of marriage when they're in a, a relationship like if if you you're with this person and then you're I, I think it's good to ask yourself well can I see myself marrying this person and if the answer is is anything other than yes it's like then maybe you should start thinking about well you either need to figure out 
the reason why and change that or maybe it's not the relationship for you because it could just end in in uh, in divorce it could end maybe you are better friends than than uh, lovers better better to be apart and be friends mm-hmm. otherwise you know you get into the relationship we talked about uh, people getting divorced and then if you have kids it, it just can get it just seems like it could get really messy yeah yep it can yeah <laughs> <laughs> but well I guess that's it for today we're yeah. gonna uh, we'll wrap this up so that is uh, our take on marriage and uh, we hope you had uh, uh, I th- hope that you got something out of it and we will see you next week for the next edition of Heretic House take care bye now <laughs> <laughs>